B-side. What? That was my grandmother's recipe. Okay, I've never heard of this. Oh Oysters and dressing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So good. I it's on record, it. right? I did hit I it. I thought about doing oysters. Mm. My grandmother used to do half mm. and half, and the oyster side would always be gone, which oysters. is why that me and my brother mm. like would fight. Oysters like canned oysters, like canned. Mm, yeah, canned. Not, can, they? not canned, but in like the 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 jar, the clear thing that you get in the seafood section. It's like a big clear thing of oysters. Is it clams that's always got like gritty shit in them? Well, oysters too because oysters they get too. sand in the in the shell. Oh I just never have had much of a taste for that. Mm. Man, oysters, if you have an oyster that's grilled and it has like that good sauce on it, there's nothing better. Mm. Than grilled oysters. Have you ever had raw oysters? Mhm. Yep. Several times. I've never Saltine done. Saltine with with hot sauce. Hot sauce and lemon and it's the only thing we eat horseradish. that's still alive. Horseradish, yeah. That raw mm-hmm. oyster is the only thing that but humans that's eat like, that's, that's still like alive. Gambling. Well, is it? Not all humans, I'm sure. Yeah. What? You mean there's <laughs> humans that eat other things that are alive? Probably. Yeah, oh, yeah. you're probably right. <laughs> like yeah, roadkill that didn't die yet. <laughs> like well, a big old bite out of like it. octopus that's still alive. <gasps> like oh. In Japan. You've seen those. those oh, that's upsetting. That, but like, won't it like sucker to the inside of well, you? Like, Little mini baby. Little tiny octopi. Octopi. I don't like that. I mean, I like them when they're dead. They're very tasty dead. They're very crunchy. No, no, but their little legs. Oh, their legs are. I guess I haven't done it right. Chef's kiss. I love their little legs. Crunchy. You're a vegetarian talking about eating crunchy octopus legs. You know, I really shouldn't eat octopus. They're very intelligent. I know, because I don't think I would kill one if I had it in front of me. So that probably shouldn't be on my menu. I just hadn't thought about it because I love it so much. It isn't real anyway. I've given up so many things I love, you guys. Where would you get any like that so now many anyway? Things I love. You've not had that in years, I Aye, Afinas. Oh. Mm, they serve it with legs. Yeah. Is it good at Afinas? Oh, yeah. I may have to try it. Oh, yeah, it's good. And well, they serve Athena's... it with that basil, sweet basil dressing uh, with a, just a little heat in really it. Really good mm. calamari, too. It's good. Mm. It's not like that. You know, This American Life did that whole article yeah. at one time about how yeah. calamari in most places is actually pig just pig sphincter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big intestine. <laughs> they just cut it into That's rings. They're just like no, they just they just cut it into rings and really? told you it was calamari. Yes, yeah. bullshit. And they, no, they did it tests was on it. They actually did tests on it for the. Yeah, you should listen to that episode. I, I'll try I didn't and find it before, it. and I definitely didn't eat it after that. I just remembered that when my mother Why first talked me into eating calamari, it was only this. in rings. And it was at Tony's Italian restaurant in, no, Giovanni's, in Germany, oddly, like in my town in Germany when I was like eight. And my mom talked me into eating calamari and I fell in love with it immediately. But it was all these big rings. Yeah, it's because when you cut, have you ever, like mm-hmm. I've actually because prepared the bell squid. Of yeah, the, yeah, the bell is, of the um, is like that. But um, yeah, so I don't know if it was actually ever octopus or not, or squid, sorry, Who or not. the fuck? thought about putting pig anus instead of calamari apparently I some very like, resourceful if you google frozen food person pig, it'll go pig anus npr mm-hmm. i'm outraged npr yes from you should you should listen it's to this article it's, it's actually an amazing article also it's a really mm-hmm. really good story it's really well done because they're just as floored by it as you are. 
It's this I American life. It's this American life. Yeah. It's called I, Dead Ringer. Everybody, everybody needs to listen to this. Welcome to the B side, by the way, <laughs> where we pitch all the other things. The B side. That's y'all. an amazing, amazing little piece of like journalistic yeah. glory. It's called. Um, <laughs> I dead ringers. Yeah, it's called Dead Ringer. Uh, I need a moment from mm. January of 2013. Mm-hmm. So it's been a year, uh, ten years. I plus. think I may have listened to it when it was first released, mm-hmm. and then every time they've re-released it, I listen to it again. Well, I want to know how many times I've eaten pig anus. You know, really. Ultimately, were you happy with what you ate? I, uh, well, I mean, you have some that are really I mean, good, and some though, that are bad. If you're kosher, there's some issues. If you're, it's, you know, if you don't eat pork for whatever religious or any other reason it's an issue well i mean i'm not getting my calamari like at the gas station well it says a while ago though a farmer walked through a pork processing plant in oklahoma with a friend who managed it he came across boxes stacked on the floor Mm. with labels that said quote artificial calamari so he Ah. asked his friend what's artificial calamari (laughs) bung his friend replied hog rectum Have you or I eaten bung dressed up as seafood? Been investigated. Let's find out. <laughs> it's great. You should listen to it. I'm a li- I've never listened to it, it's, but I've heard it. You haven't listened to it? Oh, no, it's really good. Yeah, it's good. Anyway. Sorry. Sorry. To spoil your uh, roadkill cafe here. The aside <laughs> that begins our, our B-side. Welcome oh to the B-side. God. B-side is all about things you didn't know you were eating or were going to eat. Mm-hmm. New things. Well, now I feel like I need like a little like bunghole tester kit yeah. anytime that I eat <laughs> calamari. Don't, don't eat it because I can guarantee you. Well, well I guess yeah, I'm not eating it anymore. Like around here. Um, around except here. it has legs. And now I feel like I can't eat it because it's against my value system. I just not like eating. just never thought about it before because I wouldn't kill it. Oh, squid? No, I wouldn't kill that little fucking squid. You would. They're awfully cute. Hmm. Little tiny, no, little tiny baby squid. Little tiny. Not, I mean, I'll not, kill a shrimp. They're like bugs. Well, I mean, okay, we'll have this conversation <laughs> like, later. Let's not fight. Let's not fight. <laughs> Teach me how to make heroes out of a groundhog. <laughs> I will. <clears throat> Getting back on our B side and roadkill continuation story. Some of the stories that I heard coming up was. You're supposed to hunt deer Mm -hmm. during certain times of the year, right? And it's during this time, during the fall seasons. And then afterwards, like, you get fined if if you kill a deer or whatever. So uh, there's a story that my granddad used to tell that it was either him or someone killed, like, this huge buck. And it was, like, 9 point, 12 point, 20 point, whoever. Like, a million point 15 and a half billion points. And a half billion point buck. It was, and, but it was out of season, and they hit it with their car. So, what they did, because they didn't want to, like, it to go to waste, they tied it to the uh, hood of my grandfather's truck. But the problem was course it was out of season and they had to drive through the middle of town so it was like everybody would see like this huge the huge rack on this buck Mm -hmm. and that it was out of season and they thought they'd be fine and stuff like this so um they ended up doing that and i think like some a couple of people said some shit to them about like you know yeah you killed that and they're like no we hit it with the car kind of deal and they ended it 
ended up like going home, taking it home and eating it and stuff. But it was like this big, huge story that my granddad used to tell. <laughs> Another story that I remember about roadkill and deer in particular and hitting deer, because again, that's a thing that really all of us kind of worry about when oh, yeah. mm-hmm. it starts getting cold. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to see deer on the side of the road. You're going to see deer in your yard. Like in southern states, if you're mm-hmm. not in like major like cities and stuff. So Chad, when we were living in Mississippi, used to work at Marathon Industries, which was in Vernon, Alabama. And they made like compactor, like trash compactors and stuff. And their main office was in New Jersey. So every once in a while, they'd have like some people from New Jersey come down and they would drop to Vernon, Alabama. Well, Vernon, Alabama is like Piedmont. <laughs> and it's basically like trying to get to Piedmont, Alabama. It's like you have to go from like the interstate to some highways and then to some country roads to get to it. So there was like no airport, you know, like direct flight to get into it. So, you know, you, you travel into Birmingham, then you'd have to drive from Birmingham like an hour or two to get to Vernon, Alabama. These guys from New Jersey came down and they were traveling to Marathon and they were cruising in their rented car about 70 miles an hour. And they said all of a sudden, the next thing that they know that there is just fluff oh, floating in the air all around them. It just went like from like just minding their own business to like and like all of this brown fluff floating in the air and what had happened while they were driving 70 miles an hour it was well timed this deer had jumped through their back window what and because of the speed and going through that window and how fast that they were going it basically shaved the deer of all of its fur that is impossible and so it was just fluff flying (laughs) all through the the thing and then they had this like live deer in their back seat no shit all of a sudden and it's like these jersey boys from oh my god the city happening it was like this huge thing and i remember chad coming home and telling me like about this it's just like this weird thing there's a lot of stories of deer like stuff in people's cars and how Mm -hmm. aggressive and dangerous oh my god when you hit them and they're stuck well and i would that would be scary yeah Yeah. i knew somebody who said that a deer had like hit a bus they were in a bus or a van Mm -hmm. like with a group and the deer had gotten its antlers stuck in the window Mm -hmm. when it got hit and was like struggling and fighting against the van moving and like injured people that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. When um, I lived in Columbus, Mississippi, I used to walk and run in this area called the Riverwalk. And it's it's like this little trail that goes very nice trail that goes right alongside the Tom Bigby River. And I remember I was there one morning before work and it's very like. It's, you know, on the edge of town, but it's like once you get about two miles into well, it's two miles to the or was two miles to the end. But once you get like a mile or two into it, like there's there's really no way to get out of it kind of deal. It's like you're in the woods on by the river kind of deal. And I remember one one day I was like running through there and all of a sudden this herd of deer came like full on sprint, mm. like right in front of me. And it freaked me out like I stopped. And 
I thought I was just going to die because they were going so fast and they were bounding and they could very easily like mowed me over mm. um, just being like flesh you know, person with all of like the <laughs> horns and like these well, huge. Well, the males can weigh like 300 yeah. pounds. Oh, and yeah. Huge. Oh, no. and I'm was... only laughing because the mean. way she said it. No, I'm just thinking about <laughs> even in cars, anytime yeah. they're stuck, anytime oh, yeah. they're hurt, like mm-hmm. they're not like tiny little. No. Cre- I mean, yes, some of them are, but like if you're their legs are very, bus, and if they're looking, going, but they're like, not. If they're sprinting too, it's like a stampede. Mm-hmm. It's like they will. And they've got sharp hooves. Seriously hurt you if they like accidentally run into you and i remember like that happening and it scared the shit out of me like Mm -hmm. i froze like a statue and just like waited for them to go by but it was just so like out of like i didn't hear them it was just all of a sudden i was just like being inundated with deer and i've had that happen here in the um the avenues in jacksonville as well in my car having like the avenues we have like a herd that lives around here of like 20 to 30 deer that walk around and when they get spooked and they take off, it's like you just hold your breath that they're not going to run into you or your mm-hmm. car or, or whatever. And then I think I talked about that one time when I was in Starkville and I was coming home and it was late and it was dark and there was an 18 wheeler in front of me. And I think he might have clipped this buck, but it was a huge buck with like this huge rack and I remember I was on the highway and I was picking up speed. I was probably doing 50 or 60 miles an hour. And for some reason, it's like one of those, like my guardian angel, like told me to get in the right lane, not to get in the left lane and pass this truck. Oh, I do remember you telling me this. But to get in the right lane. And I saw something on in the left lane and it was just like slow-mo. And this deer was so big, he had, He was sitting down on the left lane of the highway and he was so close. I remember just like when I passed him, I was like looking at him in his eyes Mm. when I passed him and just saw like his rack because he was like stunned. And I thought if I would have tried to pass that 18 wheeler at that time. Oh been my in the God, that thing would have been. I would have like hit him and he would have won. Like he would have died. But I, you know, it possibly I could have died as well. Mm-hmm. It's just like I still think about it and just gives me shivers thinking about mm. this. Oh, so I think we said in our last episode, if you have a story, please, please let us know. We'll mm-hmm. talk about it on the show or definitely on our B side. So now let's talk about a guide to eating roadkill. Yes. Mm. Mm. So first, can't of, wait. <laughs> yummy. So, so yummy. I actually got this from the WikiHow. Website. Oh, Wiki has a how. Oh yes. God, Wiki how? Yes, it's it's a different kind of wiki site, right? <laughs> but anyway, the first first thing to do is you have to overcome your squeamishness. Yes, clearly, you have to be good because or you don't have to be good, but you have to overcome be your sweet sweet <laughs> and be good, <laughs> be a good little person. You have to overcome your squeamishness because you are dealing with dead meat, basically, right? But are you too good for fresh, organic, free meat? <laughs> really? Okay, so get over your squeamishness. Throw that thing in the back seat. Uh, oh, my God. No. <laughs> throw it in your Walmart bag. Be whatever prepared you got. to what? Skin it? Is this going to teach me how to skin it? No. Well, what? What, you, what you need to do is go ahead right now and look up, like, your local deer processor. Because there okay. are, like, processing people who will process your meat for you yeah or you have an uncle 
or cousin or somebody that goes deer hunting, they'll know how to like process the meat for you. So remember, you know, find the second part is like, like I said, find your expert who is already like eating fresh organic meat themselves. But, you know, make sure that, you know, either you've seen the animal being hit, it's pretty fresh. And I'll go into like a little bit about how you can tell if it's fresh or not or what or what not to eat. What it smells like. What it smells like. (laughs) Yeah. Know which animals are most suitable to eat um, and the ones that you should leave for the scavengers. Obviously, don't eat Rover. Oh, don't eat your cat overboards. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, my God. What you should do in that situation, if they are dead, please remove them from the road so that they don't get rerun over. And post them on your local lost and found animal site over, or yeah. just the description as a kind person right. says. But Here is the description. Owners. I will send the photo. This animal is deceased. And the only reason I say that is because in the U.S. we do not eat those, but in other places in the world they do. Okay, things that they're you... probably not organic though, because they give a lot of drugs. True. So, oh, that's true. But you can eat badgers, hedgehogs, otters, rabbits, pheasants, fox, beavers, squirrel, moose, bear, raccoons, opossums, kangaroo, wallabies. Hmm. And reptiles. Groundhog. Groundhog. I don't um, know about possums being scavengers as they are, too. Well, you eat catfish. No, no, not. I eat, shrimp or scavengers. I farm usually. <laughs> I <eat> farm-raised catfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shrimp, they're poop eaters. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. So Ew. one thing that you don't eat is you don't eat rats, mainly because they carry something called wheels or Wells disease. Um, so in any any time, even if you're shooting them, like don't eat rats. Just avoid rats altogether because this is like a disease. It's like a blood disease that can like cause meningitis and oh. bleeding from things, and it damages your <laughs> bleeding kid- from things. And it, it damages your kidneys and Shit. all that. So okay, like, don't eat rats. Rats are off the menu. Your takeaway today. Takeaway. So. Number four is know the laws. Make sure that you stay knowledgeable about the rules and the disease risk. Learn the signs of healthy roadkill. So here's here's what we all been waiting for. Yeah, right? yeah. Roadkill is safe to eat in many instances, but there are risks of rotting rabies and disease. Ew. You yeah, can I've heard o- about the rabies things. Yeah. I you mean- can avoid these risks by knowing the signs to look for and using common sense. So obviously look for freshness. Uh, If you have witnessed the animal being hit, it's fresh. Uh, In terms of coming across roadkill, signs of freshness include clear eyes, fleas. So great. If the fleas are still, and this is like practical, this common sense folks. It is practical, but I also don't want to throw it in my damn car. So, (laughs) well, that's why you have a truck (laughs) that you don't have. Oh, so, Lord. <laughs> not that you're going to eat roadkill to begin with, pescatarian. <laughs> so, uh, if they still have fleas, it's a good sign that they are still fresh. Rick and mortis sets in quickly, so stiffness of the body does not actually mean that the animal is not fresh. Hmm. Yeah, but it but is four to six does. hours. Temperature is a good sign. Roadkill in the winter is likely to remain fresher longer than roadkill in the mm-hmm. summer. Fair. So 
Like in the summertime, just don't eat roadkill unless you have like seen it killed or you killed it yourself. Mm-hmm. Also, avoid roadkill that has maggots, flies, yeah, thank you. obviously, or other scavenging insects Blah. infesting it to indicate the in the lack of freshness. No. However, again, the presence of fleas is a good sign, meaning that the animal <laughs> is probably still el- edible, <laughs> eligible, el- eligible to eat. Right. If the animal's eyes are milky, clouded, or white, it is less fresh. <laughs> However, it may still be editable. <laughs> you don't know. It's a risk how, you want to take. Does WikiHow have those weird illustrations? Yes. Of they always do. Oh my God. Is it a milky eyed possum with use? maggots? <laughs> Gross. If it stinks of rotten flesh. <laughs> oh my Lord. Trust your nose and be aware that there are some stenches that may just be the result of impact. But no. still, either way, don't do that. Don't eat it because if the stink oh from impact God. has released any of the yeah. guts, yep, it's, it's gonna, no good. It's no good because it's going to be bacteria filled. Disgusting. <laughs> Look for whole roadkill, <laughs> not flat roadkill. <laughs> not <laughs> half. Not, whole, half. not half. Not a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> not an eighth of an inch. Uh, roadkill that has been scraped off the road. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's not worth it. It won't be healthy for you to consume. Avoid roadkill in the middle of the road. Instead, look along the sides of the road or on the mm. shoulders beyond where the bodies often end up after impact or crawling away from the hit point. Except in survival situations, don't eat roadkill you aren't sure is fresh. Why risk it? If roadkill seems to be in good shape, you could still use the hide. Oh, yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Yeah, that'd still be useful. Yeah. So talk about rabies. So avoid getting rabies. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's avoid rabies. I didn't know rabies would be transmitted by eating, but I guess if it's transmitted by biting... It- well... It says, although rabies dies quickly once the host is dead, it's advisable to wear gloves when handling, gutting, and skinning warm-blooded animals to ensure that you don't have open wounds that could be infected. So, any roadkill, if you're collecting it, please wear gloves until that you can have it processed and wear, I would wear gloves while cooking. It just like sounds cooking like it. Uh, you need a the same kid as a serial killer. <laughs> you need a gloves, rope and a shovel. Rope, yeah. Some tarps. <laughs> some, uh, yeah, some, some face masks, no. maybe. <laughs> so nobody can tell that you're the some person eating goggles. Blanket. A whole Dexter situation. A chainsaw. <laughs> a chainsaw. <laughs> a rubber apron. So it says the, the cooking process kills rabies, but it's probably a good idea to boil known rabies carriers first. So no, no. do not cook and eat known rabies carriers. So bats. No rats. No well, you're not gonna eat raccoons, rat. possums. Well possums actually can't get rabies. Can't get rabies. Okay, well raccoons bats. eat you some possum. Dogs can get them too. Foxes, uh-huh. skunks, and raccoons. They but do possum carry can't rabies. Get rabies. No, they're they're um because they eat dead stuff all the time. No, oh. their temperature is either lower or higher than needed that uh, that it can live in. Then so it, it can live, live in. Huh. So it can't so live in them. Hmm. Yeah, look Foxes it up. and raccoons, <laughs> look it up, and skunks it. and dogs and bats. Uh huh. And, and bobcats. People. 
butcher the cock the carcass butcher the who what the cock the <laughs> carcass but you're the carcass is what i thought she said but you're the carcass. Oh, i heard butcher the cock that's what i heard yeah but you're the cock sorry y'all this is the b-side but you know we've been drinking for a while right <laughs> just you know just this is two. how the b-side rolls right i love it okay just two. so phil dressed the deer but what you want to do is like once you have like the freshly killed animal you need to go ahead and like fill dress it because they say that doing that cools the um meat down so there's like it's less bacterial less bacteria contamination and it doesn't spoil that means you gotta split it up and get the guts out and take the skin off or you just take it to your local deer processor we had like that a was person an episode of outlander recently that there I was mentioned. actually a, a shop in columbus and it may still be there that I was like a butcher that you mm-hmm. just take like any anything that's dead that you won't like cut up into meat steaks or whatever and you just like drop mm-hmm. it off and they'll do you know prepare. where the deer processor the i do not oh, yeah at the end of town it's the one down south yeah in bonnie mm-hmm. down south of town he's Red a taxidermist and it. yeah mm-hmm Okay, well, I'm gonna have to go learn where that is mm-hmm. in case I hit something. In case you get some, in case some... you pick up our roadkill, we know where to take it. Now, see, we got his number on speed now. Start a trend. <laughs> Y'all see the little red Prius going downtown with a deer strapped. <laughs> this would all require. See, she's right. This is a serial killer kit. You got to have ropes to tie it to the top of your I'm car. You, you got to have tarps. Um, yeah, you know, the only thing I know about, like, dressing anything is, like, the, like, you remember, did you watch Winter's Bone? Did you watch that way old Jennifer Lawrence movie about when she was, like, a... The meth movie. No, I've always the meant to... The meth movie. Yeah, I was oh, meant to watch that. It's stellar. Okay. It's an amazing, it's a great movie. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm it's very, board. very sad. You only need to watch it once. So, but one of the things she does is she teaches her little siblings how to, or little sibling, how to skin a squirrel. Is it a squirrel or a rabbit? Anyways, but she basically gives them like the short course on how to just tear the skin straight off. Oh yeah. It just the like peels. Yeah. Like peel a- it, peel it away backwards. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <gasps> yeah i hope i don't ever have to be in that that. situation because i don't know that i'm gonna do it Mm. once you have it butchered and you have your wild game bird kill you need to cook the shit out of it (laughs) so literally all the shit all the well actually hopefully all the shit's gone from the butcher (laughs) (laughs) but you just cook the shit out of it because this is not a time to try roadkill tartar no no no. so you need to cook the shit out of it cooked all the pathogens and the parasites and make sure that it's not well done but it's well well done and this is where like tenderizing and the mm-hmm. crock pot come into. And that's why there's so many stews mm-hmm. made out of meat because this, they will just like cook it all day long and just let it sit there. So roadkill in winter is likely to remain fresher than roadkill in summer, which is a lot of have a lot of the laws and stuff and a lot of the, you know, in the South that is not as, um, you know, because it's so fucking hot here. It's like, you kill something and then like five minutes later it's stinking because it's so hot here and the bacteria just sets in well up north it's not so much and so there's more of that going on and everything but let's talk about some protein so eating the roadkill now right it is said when i looked up because i was like let's look up wild game and how much protein they have in it groundhogs uh 
have the most protein. No fucking way. They have 30 grams of protein for about three ounces of meat. Chicken has 27 grams of protein, if we're mm. comparing, like, so groundhogs, and we've got some big fucking God, groundhogs that I would like to get rid of. <laughs> so <clears throat> we're kind of, I mean, it's, it's fixing to be a problem probably around here. Like there are so it's many. A, no, it is it a is problem. Changed. They have. They've taken over. They have taken over. Yeah. They used to be over there by the Baptist church, but now they are all they're over in town. my yard there's they're one everywhere. that lives in my yard now well, we it have runs like, across the driveway uh, like almost every day it was yeah. out there yesterday when i walked to onto my front porch and he's a fat little fucker too we have huge. two that live on this property and like three that live across I've the seen, road and like, if you haven't seen patrice's uh patrice's uh, impression of a groundhog <laughs> running you really yeah. you really need to see it <laughs> i do a good groundhog run <laughs> but they just day. eat they're just uh plant eaters yeah they, they are eat worms i, I too, feel like too. just about everything eventually when it's overpopulated causes some sort of other imbalance so mm-hmm. at some point they are going to cause a problem we just may not know what it is yet but they do seem to travel through the sewer systems they do. so i'm wondering if it's going to have to do with the city sewer that the Which problem is already comes. a problem yes. at my end of the town mm-hmm. and it's living in those concrete drainages mm-hmm. drainage well, that, yeah which is where the cats used to live and we do not have as many cats as we did now the groundhogs groundhogs probably scrappy yeah absolutely and they're bigger than the cats they are protein wise they're eating only lettuce like like i so now that you know i thought they might eat acorns too or something but i'm sure they they do. do i'm sure they do so, you know, they recommend eating like lionfish because they're an invasive species and, mm-hmm. and the like. So all of these restaurants are preparing like lionfish to get rid of them. And, and I think they even tell you like if you like catch lionfish now that you're supposed to eat and, and stuff. And so like we're trying to like eat all the lionfish that's mm-hmm. overpopulating uh, the oceans and stuff. And I think we're pretty soon going to have to do the same for groundhogs in mm-hmm. this area. Because there's so many of them. Well, and they were doing it. We talked about Nutra way back when in Louisiana and that mm-hmm. that was one of the things that they were starting to train. They were starting to like try and convince people to eat the Nutra because yeah. mm-hmm. they were taking over everything and somebody's going to have to do something about them. Yeah, for sure. So Groundhogs has the most protein out of wild game. Opossum is next with really? also 30 grams um, of protein. Hmm. Then you have raccoon and beaver with 24 grams, pheasant and white-tailed deer with 23 grams of protein. Mm, that's surprising. Less, yeah. Uh, yeah, rabbit has 22, squirrel has 21, well, uh, squirrel and wild turkey has 21, black bear has 20, <laughs> turtles have 20, and frogs with frog legs have 16. Mm, frog legs. So the best tasting wild game is supposed to be mallard ducks, which duck meat's just delicious anyway, mm. if done done right. Then uh, the next best tasting wild game is white-tailed deer. And this is for our area. Um, of course, they say like up north where you have like moose and elk and bigger game. Those are like really tasty wild game as well. This is from OutdoorLife.com. And speaking of cougars. Nuh-uh. Cougars are actually supposed to be a pretty good meal, and they're supposed to taste like pork and be a little sweet. Aren't you supposed to not kill them, though? (laughs) That's illegal. I'm pretty sure. I'm just telling you what I've read. Did I tell you about the time I ate rare duck? What? And I came away with it after having had it. It was amazing. It was so good. But then, like, 
it was probably like a week later. I was like, I don't think you're supposed to eat rare poultry. Mm. But it was this like fancy ass restaurant in San Francisco. Well, they probably had very, I think if we eat it very fresh and as long as it's raised where it doesn't have parasites. It was like one of the best things I have ever eaten in my life. It was a rare duck and it was so. I tell you like, yeah, duck, like when you have duck that's done right it's because that fat, fat there's it nothing infuses the rest of the meat it's so there's good there's nothing better yeah absolutely. i mean i'm a vegetarian but damn y'all the sacrifices <laughs> yeah it's real right here it's really, like goose it's real. Is supposed to be really good too and i will eat a damn goose because they're mean as shit they are mean as shit mm-hmm. you would I just bet, behead never, that fucker he chases right. you you oh just take gosh. something at him it's like <laughs> no i'm gonna wring your goddamn neck i'm a carnivore i'm feeling very uncomfortable right know about all this <laughs> i feel like uh black black bear is supposed to be good too but it's supposed to be like like you gotta crock pock that shit i was gonna say that's it's, a, it's really yeah i think that'd be but tough. all of these like if you kill i mean they're all organic there's mm. there's no antibiotics they eat berries and cougars are eating like all the other things, all the like other the, organic like foods, the rabbits mm-hmm. and, you know, all the smaller animals and stuff like that. Uh, another good wild game is wild hog, mm. which we hadn't talked about, which I hadn't seen. I think I've seen a dead wild hog once on the road. I hear that they're um, dangerous. They so. are dangerous. Yeah. Razorbacks, like Arkansas Razorbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, they are very dangerous, but it's a leaner meat. It's higher in protein than our regular pig, and it's lower in cholesterol. Huh. Wow. All of these slow cook the meat because of the toughness, especially like the bear and stuff. Squirrel, again, is another um, is another food that's supposed to take good. Some folks are taken aback by the idea of eating squirrels, but much like rabbit, it's estimated that 1.8 million Americans hunt and cook what they call the chicken of the woods. Not oh, the mushroom, yeah. but the squirrel. But the squirrel. There. So I, I understand. Now, Randy used to shoot squirrel. And I understand that squirrel is like eating crawfish. It's like you have to spend so much time. Effort doing Getting it. the meat off because it's such a, a wee little thing. Right. But they say the meat's good because they've been eating nuts. Mm. So it's like a nut-fed mm-hmm. meat, right? There was somebody told me a story about one of the students here that would catch squirrels and that would cook them and you know like you know those little uh, toaster ovens. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and they would I'm cook. picturing a full squirrel in a toaster oven. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, like the full squirrel in the toaster oven and that's what they would eat during school. And this is y'all what? We are, we are, we're like some redneck backwoods here, right? But I mean, not to, that, but I'm uh, shocked. You're shocked. <laughs> I'm Clutching from my Pop Alabama. <laughs> I don't think that's allowed in the dorms. <laughs> not in the dorms. They were Dressing, living in the avenues. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was picturing them up in their damn room, like skin and squirrels. It's actually and, kind of hilarious. But toaster ovens are banned, number one, from residence halls. <laughs> Understandably so. Oh, my gosh. Breaking all the rules. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Roadkill stew has become a part of North American popular culture. Really? Frequently told in jokes about rednecks and other groups oh. of rural pe- people, you know, ask how many, how many does it take to eat a raccoon or a possum? 
And the punchline is three, two to do it and one to watch for cars. Roadkill Stew is sung to the tune of Three Blind Mice at summer camps. There are songs about it. I've never heard of this. Was it Roadkill Stew? Roadkill Stew. No. Yeah. Um, Let's see. We hit the weather. (laughs) (laughs) For readers, Clinton Tyree, also known as Skink, is a reoccurring character in novels by Carl uh, Hyacin. He's uh, the Wait character. a minute. Carl Hyacin. Yeah. NPR. That's he, an NPR. Uh, he's, he's an author, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, for, I forget. Like, I read one of his books and I can't remember what it was. And it took place like in Florida. So mm. I think he, he writes around Florida. Yeah. But Tyree, who is this character skink in this book, was the former governor of Florida who turned environmental gorilla and lives rough in Florida wilderness and regular eats and regularly eats roadkill. Mm. So, you know, there's character roadkill. People eating roadkill characters in, like, Florida and different Southern books, of course, because it has that kind of stereotype with it. And the term roadkill cafe is somewhat considered a joke um, with the tagline, you kill it, we grill it. (laughs) Or another tagline is, from your grill to ours. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I remember that one. So, in fact, there was a study done by a consumer report that found 97% of chicken contained bacteria that could make you sick. Really? And that another study by the Center for Science in a public interest found that beef is one of the riskiest meats to put in your fridge. But you don't have the same worries for wild game since it's lit its natural life it's probably healthy handling it should always be first and (laughs) foremost uh priority (laughs) and knowing how to properly process it yourself or finding somebody to do it for you but the risk is actually of eating wild game is far less than with grocery store meat Mm. i'm not surprised about that yeah not with industrial farming questions Mm. well they say they say like the way things are processed now that when you have animals in these factories that live so close together they that there's so much yeah. disease mm-hmm. and it's like once somebody mm-hmm. gets sick, everybody gets sick. No, that's true. So mm-hmm. like all the antibiotics pumped into them from them being sick. So like when you have such a dense population and then that's for consumer consumption, mm-hmm. that animals live in free range in the wild uh are much healthier yes okay well that yeah Yeah. that i agree with i was just thinking like well just because it got hit by a car doesn't mean it was not sick you know what i mean right yeah yeah true yeah exactly so the last thing i would like to impart on my roadkill um when i was reading about this and looking at some of the forums talking about like what's safe to eat what can you eat what have you eat what shouldn't you eat kind of deal and there's tons out there if you'd (laughs) like to go look for yourself, but one that kind of caught my eye, a question that caught my eye that I thought was kind of funny that I'll leave you with is, can I sacrifice my roadkill? Oh, <laughs> oh my <okay>. lord. <laughs> and the answer somebody replied with is, eh, you can. What does that But mean? it will not technically be a, a sacrifice sac- because roadkill is already dead. Yes. <laughs> and that is the end of my roadkill <laughs> saga for the past two weeks. <laughs> oh my god. We 
appreciate y'all for listening so much. Thank you. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Happy eating. <laughs>